0: On today's episode, we are going to continue talking about Chick-fil-A, As we close out the week, I'm so excited about it. We've been talking about Chick-fil-A all week. On Monday, we talked about the differences between getting into a franchise of McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, and we talked about leaders versus investors and how Chick-fil-A is after leaders while McDonald's will pretty much take you as long as you have a good chunk of money. We had a great interview with Brad Bergholder on Wednesday, and today we're closing out this week talk about how you don't have to be on the clock 24-7. And we're going to look at the numbers and I'm actually going to tell you the numbers in terms of sales and what McDonald's and Chick-fil-A and a few other businesses in the uh, you know fast food uh, food service industry are doing. Now, I know from my time at Chick-fil-A how much success they had and from, you know, knowing operators in, you know, family, friends and the kind of volume that they do. But I did a little research as well. And the main point is this. I want you to get this out of it. So many of us so often in our real estate career, we think we got to be on the clock 24-7. So many realtors tell me, oh, I have to answer this. I have to do this. I have to do this all day, every day. And I just completely disagree. And so we're going to kind of look at this case study of Chick-fil-A and McDonald's, the kind of volume they do. Obviously, we all know Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. And also, you know, they're kind of open 6 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. So basically, you know, 13, 14 hours a day, while most McDonald's um, or many of them are open 24-7 in my interview with Kat last week, it was so interesting, even her saying, you know, her phone goes off at 8 p.m. and she doesn't answer till 9 p.m. And I know some realtors, I heard it from you guys, heard that and like freaked out like, oh my goodness, no, I can't be unavailable for 13 hours. My clients will never work with me. And that's why I would just say I completely disagree, you know, and I might answer a text at 9, 9.30, 10 at night. I'm I might not be done working for the day and I'm happy to do that, but I often sleep in, you know, in the mornings. <laughs> My wife is a saint. She lets me sleep in most mornings because I'm usually up late working the night before, but I normally am not, you know, texting clients back before nine. Okay. Let's be honest, nine 30 in the morning, <laughs> but I've really never had any issues with this, but it's all about setting boundaries. So again, Chick-fil-A, let's look at the numbers here in a second. But Chick-fil-A basically per restaurant is making more money when you compare it to any of the other big restaurants in the food service industry. You know, again, Chick-fil-A closed Sundays. Truett Cathy closed it on Sundays when he started the business. He wanted his employees to be able to go to church or spend time with their family. And he was committed to being closed on Sundays. He got so much flack for it people telling him, like, uh, you have a chicken restaurant in a mall, you're never going to make money, you're never going to survive because all the money is made on Sundays. But guess what? He did it and was committed to it. It was a huge part of his business and his faith that he was going to be closed on that Sunday. And, you know, if you look, and we'll jump into it in a second, Chick-fil-A and their stores are making more money in less days open than these other restaurants do. You know, all these different restaurants aren't, doing as well as the the standard, you know, Chick-fil-A restaurant. When I've studied this, you know, and knowing people in Chick-fil-A, I know one of the reasons that they have success, and I think this is kind of not the point of the podcast episode today, but a huge lesson is, like, being involved in the community, right? I know Brad is very involved in the Harrisburg community. Jonathan, very involved in the Reading community. Sean Philby, who I previously worked for, and Brad mentioned in the interview, is very involved in the Exeter community, does a lot of things with the library. So when the operators support these different businesses and nonprofits and support the community, the community wants to go and support them. That's a big lesson for you realtors out there. We should all be involved in our community. And when we do that, and when we support our community and are passionate about helping the community, they want to support what we're doing as well. But anyway... Let's go back. Let's stick to the numbers. I'm going to kind of run through some numbers for you guys so you kind of understand the point I'm trying to get across. Again, first and foremost, I'm going to say I'll talk about the sales and then I'll talk about the hours. Uh, The hours is a little harder to narrow down because some stores are open later, some are open 24-7. So it's not an exact, you know, science and like gospel, but you guys will get the idea. So, all right, let's take a look at the sales. So the average McDonald's franchise Does about 3 million a year in net sales. Okay, so 3 million. Let's go to a couple other fast food places while we are at it. The average Burger King does about 1.5 million per year. The average Wendy's does about 2.17 million per year. All right, so let's go back real quick, put them in order. McDonald's, about 3, Wendy's, 2.17. Burger King, one and a half. Um, I'm actually surprised by that. I would have thought Burger King was bigger than Wendy's. Um, I knew McDonald's was the biggest. But again, um, so about 3 million, 2.17, and then one and a half. All right, so let's compare all of that. McDonald's, 3 million, Wendy's, 2.17, and Burger King, one and a half million, to Chick-fil-A. Okay, so the average Chick-fil-A freestanding restaurant, does more than 8 million in sales per year. You know, many of the people I know who are operators, their stores are doing 10, 11, 12 million a year. But let's just take the average of that low number, take the average of 8 million a year, compare it to McDonald's 2.9 million, right? So the average Chick-fil-A is doing more than two and a half times the volume of McDonald's. And again, those numbers are with McDonald's being open seven days a week, many of which being open 24-7. So it's just mind-blowing to me. And, And again, I do think part of this comes back, like we talked about on Monday, to staffing, how you train people, how you coach people, right? Do you coach people to create relationships with people and care about people? Or are you just trying to get them in and out of the door quickly? I will say I my guilty pleasure is I do go to McDonald's. Don't judge me. But I go there because it's cheap. You know, you can get a soda for a dollar. You can get a McChicken f- for a dollar. I shouldn't know this, guys. I'm so embarrassed. But that's okay. You can, you can eat there for a couple bucks. But you're not really getting a great experience, right? When I, if I want something quick while I'm running through the car wash, I go to McDonald's for $3. If I want an enjoyable experience where I feel valued and cared about, I'm probably not going to McDonald's. I'm probably going to Chick-fil-A. I think again, from the top down, when you talk about Chick-fil-A being interested in leaders, you know, that leadership goes down. If you talk about McDonald's, Investors, you know, I think that also shows from the top down that they're just kind of, you know, worried about money. What really matters to me as I talk about the sales is going back. Chick-fil-A, like we said, two and a half times basically what McDonald's is doing. And they're not open, not even open seven days a week. So go back to Truett Cathy, right? So many people said to him, it's stupid to not be open on Sundays. You have to do this. You have to be open more hours, you know. Chick-fil-A, it basically most of them are open at 6.30, close at 9.30, while many McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger Kings are open 24-7 or at least like longer hours, open till midnight, open till 1 a.m. But still, even McDonald's doing 2.9 million a year in sales with a lot more hours. So what is the point, right? Why have I kind of spent all this time talking about the numbers? It's really to make the point that I started with, that as a realtor, you might get frustrated and feel like you've got to work all the time to have success, but you don't. You really don't. And I think that Chick-fil-A business model, hopefully this week, has shown you that you can do it different. You can do it different than anybody tells you you have to. You can do it different than all of the people around you who are telling you, oh no, it's crazy for you to not do that. You can do it differently and still have success. You don't have to work 24 7. You don't have to be on the clock 24 7. You can be off the clock. You can have days where your business is closed, like Chick fil A is closed across the board on Sundays, and you can still have success. You don't need to be open 24 7. What you do need to do is be a leader. What you do need to do is care about people. You do need to value people. And I think Chick-fil-A has shown as they've had a ton of success and a lot more success than their competitors that, you know, with six days a week and limited hours, they have had more success than these other fast food, quick service restaurants. And so I hope you can think about this in your business. I hope this kind of helps you say no to working all the time. You know, say no to being on the clock and feeling like you have to text and answer your clients 24-7. Say no to showing homes every day of the week. Now, I'm a realtor as well, right? I do have to sometimes show homes on Saturday and Sunday, it is part of the business, but you don't have to do seven straight days of showings every day, right? You shouldn't have to show homes every day. So I'm not necessarily saying, hey, be Chick-fil-A and not work on Sundays or whatever the day, but I do believe like you need that break, you need that you know rest, and you need that balance and you need to say no. So I hope that this encourages you. I hope you guys enjoyed talking about and learning more about Chick-fil-A this week on the podcast. I have so much respect for Brad, Jonathan, all these operators that I know and the, and what they're doing to lead their teams well and try to serve the community. But I hope that, you know, this case study this week can kind of show you a little bit more that you don't necessarily have to have all the money. You know, you can be a leader and that can be your priority rather than like, you know, having investors like McDonald's and you don't have to be open 24-7 you can have margin you can have balance you can say no and still be successful just like chick-fil-a is showing by completely crushing the competition you know between mcdonald's burger king wendy's like we discussed so thank you guys for listening thanks so much for checking these episodes out this week hope you guys have a great weekend and i will talk to you guys again very soon